it was it was awesome seeing y'all the other day Saturday. Y'all killed it. Man, that, that was a lot that was a blast. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was a super cool event. I that was the first event I've been to since like December two thousand nineteen, and that was a really really good one to start it out. Was, it, it was really cool to meet a lot of a lot of y'all like Houston homies out there, like between you guys and Kill the Lizard and Warlong and like we'd never I'd never met any of those guys before. Yeah, and that was cool to like kind of pal around and be like, oh, like we gotta fucking set some shit up together. Like let's fucking you know kick it. So that was that was cool. Yeah. Houston's always been a, a kind of tough market for us to break into. Like, we'll always go to like Bryan College Station or Galveston, and sometimes skip over Houston because we don't really didn't really know anybody. Like, other than like Doomstress and like who else do we play with when we go to Houston? Like, pretty much Doomstress. Uh, Cactus Flowers. Cactus Flowers. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Other, the other uh, like hair. Uh, anyways, but yeah, it's always been like kind of tricky for us to figure figure out Houston. It's just such a vast huge city and so it was cool to kind of bridge the gap there a little bit the last time we played out there was was that november when we played acadia yeah i guess was, yeah we didn't really realize that was like north north houston yeah we had a bunch of homies that like work at st elmo brewery or like are like in the houston area they're like yeah dude that's like not even remotely close <laughs> yeah, like it's not even houston yeah, you know, like yeah. We, we drove down to Galveston the night before because we're like, oh, it's Houston. We'll just hang out in Galveston and drive 45 minutes and do the gig. And it was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, well, cool. Well, yeah. No, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that we're able to to talk and catch up on stuff. So, like, um, Burger Babes from Outer Space is awesome. Thank you. To to start and and I was I was super stoked when it came out because that that was the last time that we had talked is that y'all were coming out with. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think a single, right when we talked, and then and then the album, and uh, and then yeah, and then I've seen that y'all have been able to play a couple of gigs here and there before before all the big open up stuff. So that and that's been cool. Yeah. Well, Far Out Lounge was doing was doing shows. I mean, since like November, October, November, really, they've been doing all sorts of shows. So we'd be down there like once a month. Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, maybe something, some outdoor thing at a brewery would pop up or something like that. Yeah. So it, it was good. It was good to get to, you know, play some of the songs live and see how they worked and all that kind of stuff before everything got back into it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, and that's one of the big things uh, about y'all's band to where it's like, it's not only the music, but it's like, man, y'all are, all three of you are such, uh, it, uh, it's, it's, uh, y'all put on such a show that it is just really enjoyable to watch y'all play. I mean, it really genuinely looks like that y'all are just having the time of your lives. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, yeah we're, that trying, just, yeah. Like, <laughs> we're like, trying to yeah. put that energy out there too. So that like, you know, if we're looking that crazy and ridiculous and jumping around that like people in the audience won't, feel weird to, you know, yeah, or like be the even be the catalyst to like start a mosh pit or just bounce around or whatever. It's like, I'm, tr- tr- I'm constantly trying, like I'm paying attention to what the crowd is doing so I can, you know, w- like try to like interact and make sure that like, you know, like there's some music I just want to go and watch. Yeah. And that's like Wilco. But if I'm going to go see something that's like heavy or kind of groovy, I want to make sure that I can jump around and, I think sometimes people feel like it's not okay to do that. 
So we just want to make sure that everyone is very aware that it's okay to be a total goofball, uh, yeah. you know, and kind of get down. Yeah, it's definitely not like a mosh pit situation where like people are like crowd killing each other or like throwing bows or windmills or some shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, every, like if someone falls down in the middle of the pit, there's going to be 10 people there picking them up and making sure they're okay and shit. It's just, you know, it's not a like aggressive fuck you kind of metal vibe it's like a like oh we're gonna like you know get our aggressions out but like all our friends it's us it's more of a community aspect and vibe which is what we've tried to create this whole time yeah well like, it, you know we're, it's fun and aggressive and all that but it's also like funny and goofy and stupid too like yeah yeah it's fun yeah one it comes off that way that was my first time seeing y'all live yeah. So it definitely, it definitely comes off that way. I've always appreciated the kind of tongue-in-cheek that y'all have as the band. Because, like, y'all sound amazing and you're super tight and have this great sound that, that like, falls under the umbrella of everything that, you know, was kind of at, um, like, Lone Star Unleashed. And at the same time, y'all have a totally different sound, which is really cool. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a little different um uh yeah i don't know it's uh it's kind of a unique thing um i think part like a lot of it is just like the awareness of what's already been done and taking those things and twisting them a little bit um we all have very different like musical backgrounds too um but at the end of the day it's like uh making sure that just there's a groove to it and that's yeah. you know comes from you know my background in like worshiping like pantera and mashuga and shit like that and then you know for them they probably like they would i don't know who you guys would say it's like the main influence behind like a project like this but also like primus is another one yeah. too. Like, I, remember, like, I don't know if it was you was it you or it was um, it was raven on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. trying to explain what y'all sounded like before you came out on stage because right off the bat, I was like, "Oh, babe, like you're really gonna like Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol." And she was like, "Well, I already like the name. Like the name's amazing." And we were laughing about y'all's T-shirts. That's Rickshaw Billy's Burger, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but then she was listening to y'all, and she was like. Primus on meth because she was trying to plug it into you know her Rolodex of of like how how it made sense to her and stuff and I was like yeah like I I can see that you know once she's brought it up and and she meant it as a compliment because she is a huge Primus fan it's one of her main oh, bands behind yeah okay cool we need to like both that and put it on the website yeah. Primus on meth yeah. <laughs> I think it what yeah I think what doesn't matter is that even though the influences are all like there's a lot of stuff that we share and then there's a lot of stuff that's really different and I think the differences are what are so key because whether it's like Pantera and Mashuga or like uh, Steve Gadd or like Bootsy Collins you know all different stuff like the groove is paramount yeah and even though all that stuff sounds drastically different it's all the same basic thing that's keeping it afloat. And when you apply it, I think with some effort, you know, moving in the same direction, that's kind of how you get whatever the sound we've yeah. got going on. And there's like a very manic element to it 
live as well, where like we're the way we're moving and the way we're interacting, it's different every time. It's not yeah. a, cal a calculated thing or a thought about thing. It's just like it's so stream of consciousness, like just who, like purely just who we are and like a like who cares? Like who cares? Like I mean, we obviously give a shit about everything we do, but it's like just like. Uh, it's just very spazzy and like. Well, it's, you, you give a shit about about it before you get on stage, so that you don't have to give a shit when you're on stage. Yeah. So yeah, be, it almost becomes performance art. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's very honest, you know, because like it, it's difficult to play that hard and act that goofy, yeah, and then still and then still come in on the one and make it count because yeah. you got to be there when it when it's supposed to come back, uh, but you also have to cut off and and make that happen so you know it's about not doing the same thing twice but being honest about kind of having fun and then making sure that you're like right there when it needs to be yeah well and that i definitely noticed that too when y'all are playing to where i was just i was thinking while I, I was thinking while i was shooting all that i was just like man like i could not do what y'all do and play well <laughs> you know to where it's like to where it's like Y'all, y'all sound great, and at the same time, it's like you're just throwing it down left and right, and it, it, it's a lot of fun to watch. Something that we forgot to consider is when we're doing these like summertime, daytime shows, it's like it's brutal. It freeze outside, yeah. and we're just like like you know, running or yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not easy for yeah. sure, but still, it's, but I gotta do it. do it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, there was definitely a part of the day on Saturday that was like the heat of the day that both Raven and I were like, I don't know. I don't know about all this. There was like some breeze that blew in like right at the beginning of our set yeah. that yeah. like kind of like saved us a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I think we lucked out with that set time because I would have rather been on that stage than the other one where there was like yeah. no shade for the like crowd or anything like that. Like at that time at seven o'clock in the afternoon, like. I think we we lucked out there. Yeah, it was considerably cooler over there. I was surprised how much better it felt over there under yeah. the trees and everything. Yeah, I hope that through the summertime, far out, if they're going to keep using that stage, that they either do it at night or if they figure out some sort of shading situation because that's pretty brutal. With these yeah, they didn't right. turn a hose on. Yeah, or even yeah. <laughs> I think it was the sound guy Sean was joking like he's gonna get a drone that's like a that's miss people. <laughs> yeah. <And> like yeah. <laughs> well, so y'all um y'all have been recording as well, haven't you? Well, we always are. I mean, I do all the engineering and mixing and mastering out of my home studio. Like everything that we've ever released has been like out of my home studio um so there's there's a lot of bits and pieces of demos of tracks for the next album um in different stages of completion um so there there's definitely new stuff that's been being written even since before burger babes came out oh cool um, so we're trying to you know once we get enough, like once I move into this new house, I like, can have everything set up in this new practice space and the studio there. Like we can start probably hashing out these new songs and start playing some of these new ones so that we can then record and start releasing some singles for 
the next upcoming release, which we haven't really honed in on what it's going to be exactly, but I think it would probably be another full length. Very hopefully. cool. Yeah. Well, and like y'all are just kind of kicking off everyone starting to tour again and stuff as well, you know, and so it's, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure y'all are trying to pick up as many shows as you can right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been doing two shows a week right now for the last, this will be the fourth week in a row, I think, we're doing double, like, double yeah. headers like yeah. that. And we have stuck, we have show at least a show a week up through August, and then we have some little tour stuff. <laughs> then we have some bigger stuff coming up after that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, possible other stuff that we're waiting word back on. So it's just like it's going to be nonstop. So we're just going to make sure that we find the time to uh, lock down these newer songs and start the start the actual recording process. Um, or the practicing pro process to get everything ready to go for, you know, ideally like an end of the year album release, yeah. you know, and well, then we hate sitting on stuff. So yeah, like yeah. I want it out as soon as possible. That's why we don't possible. work with a record label either. It's like, we want to get it done so that we can release it when we want to release it. But then the thing too, is like, we want to make sure that, you know, we, do release singles to help promote the album that we want if we want to have music videos out to help promote the album we don't want to do this stuff after the fact and just drop the album but like so we're trying to like make a plan for the fall to get all this situated but hopefully we'll have everything like recorded by october so that in december we can drop it very cool yeah december december january is kind of like a dead month or a dead kind of the year for anybody releasing anything because right. of the holidays and then like no one's really and no one in the industry is touring or anything like that so it's kind of hard to like drop an, an album there so yeah just trying to figure out when to time it right and hopefully have enough time to do it around that that time frame just keeping that momentum going like you don't want to give anybody any reason to forget that you're doing anything or like I don't want to repost something or like, oh, like throwback bubble, throwback Thursday. Remember when we did this shit? It's like, what are we doing now? Right. What are we about to do? It's like moving forward. I'm not trying. We're not trying to be complacent or move backwards. It's just doing, do it, do it, do it, do it. Like make sure that people know that you're doing new shit, that you're putting out cool content. It's not just like, you know, here's a picture or like just be and like just being us too and like showing that we're just you know three goofy dudes playing fucking heavy music, like, you know, not being this cookie cutter, like, oh, there's this, you guys better wait around, there's some new content about to come out, just keep your ears, because yeah. it's like, oh, I'm going to tell you what we're doing, like, I'm not going to make a post about the post that I'm about to make, like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like, it's nice, because, you know, sometimes there's things where, like, we can't say it, Yeah. but if you can say it, why not just say it? Right. Like, it's exactly that. It's like, oh, big news coming in two weeks. It's like, you already know what the news yeah. is. Just tell them the news. Yeah. Like, give them the business. Like, yeah. I don't well, know. It's like, when it, get, when it comes down to it now, it's like, with like recording and tracking and stuff, like, whenever he finishes up songs, like, we learn them real quick and then yeah. we record them real quick and then, you know, every time he does a better job with recording or with doing the engineer work so it's like we move quickly when it happens yeah. like we each track for a day and then he mixes everything down and then 
yeah, it's a pretty quick process. Like every every time we track, it's like what did, last time what did we split it up like four? Yeah, we did burger babes in, in two four songs. So like two days for him, a day a day for him to track bass, and then I'm constant. I I'm like always doing shit super late at night. So like I'm tracking guitars, and then I might fuck around and do something else, or maybe try this solo here, and I'll spend a few hours doing that. So I'm always one like spending a ton of time just fucking around and dick around because I don't have to pay, you know, a hundred dollars an hour or whatever for like a studio time. I'm on my own, you know, on my own time so I can really fuck with different mixes and then I can shop and then I can send them to these guys and, and like try them on these speakers and these speakers and try it in the car and try it in different headphones just to make sure that the mix sounds yep. good in every single fucking speaker. You know, it just it takes a lot it it would take a longer time if we were working out of the studio with somebody else um but it also just like it's faster i mean from from the time we track to the time we i have a finished product is like i don't know three or four weeks maybe it's not that long like compared to other situations yeah and it's it's not a lot of that whole process of like sending you send notes back and forth with your engineer and then your engineer has like this day a week he works on your thing and this day he works on someone else it's like that that'll just takes more time like, right and it helps too like with like aaron's like audio knowledge and then like our buddy joe from buzz electro he's my neighbor and one of my best friends so he and he mixes and records all of his own shit just like how we do the same thing so He's always a good ear to have around too. So it's, you know, it's definitely not like, a, oh, this is what I'm hearing. It's like we're all, you know, able to kind of have our own opinions about where things should be in the mix and, and be able to fuck around with it more than a normal band would be able to. Yeah. No, it's very cool. Well, I mean, you know, um, cranking out that kind of content and cranking it out in the time frames that you're talking about also makes a lot of sense with how your band is you know the energy level and stuff and what y'all are doing and then i also think too to where it's like the technology now has gotten to where the quality of you know home recording and everything is at a level that is a hundred percent not only acceptable but professional you know, and so it's super cool to where when you're able to meld, you know, the talent, the drive and the technical expertise. And then it's like, yeah, y'all are your own marketing company and recording a, you know, yeah. company. And you're also producing the stuff and cranking it out and, and doing two shows a week. Yep. yep. That's what you're tracing. Yeah. Balancing it around, like also uh, not giving up the playtime. And that's like with the lockdown BS, we were able to, you know, sit down and focus and crank out a full length, yeah. which we'd not been able to do. And probably wouldn't have been able to do, because yeah. even with the schedule that we had booked ourselves for 2020, we were going to be out for another, on the road for at least another 25, 30 weeks. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. can't, you can't dedicate the time to that. And we're, we're big fans of like the EP format anyway. Um, like say, oh, neighbor's done. Yeah. Um, like the energy thing or like just the always constantly working, constantly doing something, you know, the people's attention spans are so tiny too. If you can crank out like high quality, bite-sized chunks of material multiple times, you know, in a year or like in a, in a release cycle, 
that's why I like the, the, the EP thing. But right. that's we had no intention of doing a full line. Yeah. We're just going to do EP, EP, EP. Like every time we got like four or five songs, then it's released. But it, release what's going to happen is it's going to turn into the same thing. We're just going to do it with full lengths now that we're going to pressure ourselves into releasing. Yeah. Uh, you know, eight songs now on the same yeah. schedule. I mean, with the because we're fucking maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> the, pandemic, the pandemic happening was the like, oh, I guess now I have. I mean, I was out of work for three months. Um, I was just like, all right, well, this is we're gonna write a full length. This is what's happening. Like, I have we we have this time, so like make the best of the time. So I just like lived in my studio every fucking day, just writing and record. Yeah, and writing and recording and all that. And, yeah, that's what it was. So, so cool. it's constantly changing. Like I think I'll, I'm, I'm like, oh, we're gonna do this. We're, we'll do this as an EP or this, and now it's like, I, I I don't know. It's always, it's hard. It's hard to say. Like a lot of like older cats are like, you guys have to do full lengths. Like no, and like a lot of the blogs and stuff are like, I'm not gonna review your EP. I want the full length, like, um, or whatever. So. Um, not that Again, we care about that at all. Right, but yeah, like it's, I'm always like, oh, well, it could be an EP, and then it's like, oh, well, I guess we have enough material, we could work on a full length. It's got, it's never like a set in stone thing, I guess. Well, I think about never releasing anything that's not just a total banger. Yeah. Right? Like, no, no filler yeah, or garbage. And that's, and that's the thing, it's like, is, you know, you can do, you can do a full length for the sake of doing the full length, but you do 10 songs and Four there's, even, and there's even a couple that you yourself are like, oh, I don't yeah, that's, yeah. that's a filler song. Like, then what's the point? You just spent money to do three songs that you're never going to play live, that you're never going to really like all that much. Like, Yeah, no, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. And one, like, I think, I think Aaron said it to where it's attention, you know, everyone's attention span right now is so short in the sense to where it's like, y'all, it, I don't know, it seems like that y'all are uh, have have dialed in on that and are able to um, capitalize on the fact that you all create a lot of content, you like to create a lot of content, you're cranking it out and stuff, and so it constantly stays fresh in the the fans' minds that hey, y'all are out there because people say you know old schoolers and stuff saying hey, you need to put out a a full length or or you know people doing blogs or whatever saying oh I'll wait for the full length and stuff it's that's it's old school thinking you know and so and there's some bands out there that are still cranking out full length albums and that's what they're used to that's what they do and that's fine and I think what y'all are doing is really kind of the new way of thinking with bands to where you there's just there's just always something going on it's just it's just yeah. more it's just more mobile. It's right. slimmer. It's and also, that's how you're gonna fucking make money doing this too. Just yeah. keep creating content yeah. to build your brand so that you can do this for a living and not have to bartend or cook or Aaron makes glasses. Like you know, like it's like we want to do the thing full time. Yeah. So it's like, how do we get there? And getting there is basically all your time being taken up doing the thing. And sometimes it's you have to spend a lot of time wrapping T-shirts or going to the post office, send out merch and shit. It's just yeah. part of it. Like, yeah. I if I can just do that on the side when we're not playing shows, like, and and that's keeping me so preoccupied that I don't have time to bartend anymore. Then I think that's the dream. Like, I'm just doing music shit. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm self-made 
control of the entire thing. And we have a manager, and that's it. It's just the four of us. Yeah, yeah, you're either, like, you're like, either so producing. Team, everybody trusts each other. Everybody's working hard all the fucking time. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, you're either producing, you're touring, or you're doing fulfillment. Yeah, yeah. And you're not, you know, yeah. t taking a cut here to some agent or some promoter or, or some label or whatever like, like that. It's like we can, we've made it we've made this business model so simple and streamlined to where we all have different things that we work on, whether it's, you know, I'm doing packaging and then Sean is working on booking shows and, or whatever. Like we all have different things that we've like a lot our time when we're not playing to make it work to where we just, we make more money because we're doing the things on the side, Yeah, which is not an issue with me. Like I want all the money to go to us. Like when we're playing like that's Yeah, you know, exactly. Well, so talking about all that and talking about just like go, 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 what, what do you do to recharge and what do you do to not burn out? <laughs> At this point, I'm like, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I've like brainwashed myself to be like, I'll get home from like a bartending shift and it's like, well, that's, I did that to make money. So now I have to actually get home and work. So I could get home at like two or three in the morning. Now sit in front of my computer and just write and and track riffs to like six, seven in the morning. Uh, like that's like my like unwind time. It's also it's like I can't like I no longer can sit still and do nothing really. Or like I watch like I'll watch like podcasts and or listen to podcasts and shit like that. Um, I ride. I have a motorcycle. That's a great way to just like not have to look at my phone and just like go let off some steam. Um, that's probably my, those are probably my outlets. Uh, listening to records and shit, like record collecting is a new hobby of mine that I started during the pandemic. Um, I don't know about you guys, but unwind time. I'm interested to see what Sean's about to say. Well, Sean hasn't <laughs> unwound in the last like since <laughs> he was born. Uh, so I'm, I'm still, I'm my, right now what I'm doing to unwind is, um, I'm saying no to every gig that doesn't involve this band. <laughs> That's kind of how I'm on what, because I got busy, I think since the last time we talked, I I just started, a lot of like the six street venues and stuff started opening up. So I just started getting a zillion calls for side gigging and country bands and soul bands and all that kind of shit. And I didn't really have a good reason to say no, because like we had far out once a month and maybe something else. And, right. You know, so I had a bunch of free time. So I just started saying yes. And then eventually, without realizing it had booked myself to death. <laughs> so I'm convinced was... that he played more shows last year than any other musician in Austin. I probably, like, probably over a show a day. Probably did. Um, and it was nice for a while. And now it's just exhausting. Yeah. There's no like, Because again, I wasn't. We couldn't do this. We could do this once a month at an outdoor venue. Yeah. Like now we're back inside and we're doing it twice a week. And like, and the tours are back and all the venues are up and it's like it's, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So everything else is just in the way at this point. Like, it was that like real life meme of like, oh, I finally found a drummer and then the drummer's in like eight different fucking bands. <laughs> yep. Like yeah. And the nice thing is I don't want to be in eight different bands. I did it because there were dire times and I needed something. And now things are better. Yeah. Up too. Like, I mean, shit, like, 
I wish I could be fucking playing that much during that time. Yeah, sure. It just, it got, <clears throat> but it's in the past. We're back. <laughs> We're back. Everything's fine. And what, what, what actually, what actually has been really nice is because some of my band leaders are really chill about it. Cause I tell them all, I'm like, as soon as the world comes back, like I'm gone. Like I got my thing. And they, some of them were like, okay, cool. No problem. We get it. And some of them were kind of like, yeah, 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 sure. Whatever. And so now they'll come out and see us and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You go do, do your thing. We're not mad anymore. Like go, we'll figure it out. And I was like, fucking told you. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, but yeah. Aaron, what's your unwind, unwind time? Uh, I read a lot. And, uh, yeah, I collect records, like old jazz records. Um, so I'm always like reading up on something or trying to hunt down, uh, you know, obsessing over some collector's detail on that. Yeah, well, because that was one of the things that I was thinking about, you know, with, with everything that y'all are cranking out is, is burnout, you know, and, and getting worried about that. Cause I definitely experienced that too with, with everything that I'm doing to where it's like, man, you know, I've been, I've been running a magazine, doing a radio show, working full time, doing photos, video, video editing, working on an album, you know, to where it's just like, and then also trying to just stay sane and figure out all this stuff out and everything. And so, you know, it's a big, it's a big, uh, I don't know. I think it's a big part of being a creative as well, you know, is to find other outlets that uh, that can ground us. And I think it's important to talk about that with uh, other people and so that other people can hear it, too, because like everyone from the outside looking in, every, like everyone, it doesn't matter where you are and what you're doing. If you're on stage and you're killing it and then you got stuff for sale and all this cool stuff. You got these, these really young kids. They're just like, man, you know, like how do they do it? You know? And, and on one hand, that's cool. And you want to motivate them, you know, to pick up a guitar or pick up drums or whatever. And at the same time too, it's like, I like, uh, I like to, I don't know, bring like a touch of reality to it as well. And just say to where it's like, figure out your pace at least not to pace yourself but to but at least figure out what works for you you know to where it's like what works for y'all doesn't work for me and that and that's okay yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah i think everybody it definitely works differently and i think sometimes uh in our own like uh desire to just like consume everything and like hurry up and die of doing <laughs> what we're doing. Um, I, yeah, I, I know sometimes we get like frustrated, like looking outwardly at like situations we have to deal with, like things we get held up by, like when it does happen or just like interacting with other people. And you do have to remember that like everybody works differently, you know, and that's, it's kind of like, there's a little bit of magic to like whatever we're doing or a little bit of like not understanding like we, I, we really don't know why it works. We just know that whatever it is that we're doing, we have to keep doing it because it is working. And if I don't stop, if I stop doing it, you know, I will die. Um, but uh, yeah, that everybody manages that differently, or it looks different for everyone. And um, 
yeah, that, that, that's that's important, and it's easy to lose sight of that sometimes. Well, well, you all as a band have been able to find each other and have and have found what works for you all, which is awesome <laughs> and incredible. You know. Well, I mean, it's like I've been in I've been in plenty of bands and plenty of groups to where it's like, man, you either feed off of each other to where you raise each other up or you feed off of each other to where it's why I'm not in a band at the moment, you know? And uh and it's just it's just really cool to see that and really cool to where it's like, you know, to where y'all have uh found your groove and and it's impressive. Thanks, man. I, I think it's yeah, I would, as someone who's been a fan of the band before, like before being a member, yeah, I, I I think I get to use the word impressive, but it's also like a fucking miracle too. You know, I, Neil Young said very long time ago that like you're lucky in your life if you get one, maybe two musicians that you really really like connect with, and um, you know. It, it really is having played with like a bunch of different people and you know uh i know sean can attest to it with just all the pickup work and just you know then just being fans of bands and going and seeing things things that do click and things that don't click or, or what works things that are successful and are not like yeah that's the hardest part is finding people that are like on on the same page yeah yeah because otherwise it falls apart yeah for sure no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I just fucking a lot of bands for a lot of I mean, like because there's a lot of bands that make great music but only want to do this or that or you know don't want to commit. Someone in the band doesn't want to commit fully to, to doing the thing and everything. Or can't for whatever. Or can't and like I don't know. That's one of the reasons there's only three of us in the band. <laughs> it's easier to mitigate three people than four people. Right. You know? Like someone saying like, oh, I can't do this. I got to work. It's like, dude, this, this is the work, not the job that you have. It's besides like prioritizing the fact that like the band is, that's the job. Right. Before your job that's making you like, you know, paying your rent and shit like that. You kind of have to trick yourself into being the thing before you actually are the thing, I, I, I guess, if that makes sense. But, well, I, I mean, on, on my end, it makes perfect sense. But I mean, that's also kind of like when you going back to the thing about burning out is it's like, because everyone does burn out for a little bit here and there from time to time and everything. But like for us, like being able to be back playing a lot and getting out of town a little bit and doing that kind of stuff, like, like we do do it a lot. But for me, at least that makes it easier to not burn out mm -hmm. is staying that busy. And like, because yeah. there were, it, it, it it's that productivity. It's that gratification of like, okay, it's working. Yeah. But like, that's easier than when like. Well, it's like if I'm doing something so hard and I see it and it, it's working for whatever reason, it's like, well, what if I work a little harder? Is is, the, is it going to pay out more? And so far, like the harder we've pushed it or the harder we've worked, it's all we haven't had anything like buck back on us yet. It's just we've just been able to kind of push forward which is cool. And that's the weird part too. Um, cause you know, is it gonna at some point or, you know, but as far as we know, all we have to do is keep working harder and it'll keep moving forward cause it has thus far. And we, I think we collectively like intend to do that uh, forever until we, it, it can't until something gives. Right. Yeah. 
Well, that's so um, much of all of this too, is sticking with it just to keep yeah. moving forward, whether it's inches, millimeters, or miles. Yeah. Well, so if you were able to tour with anyone that you would like to tour with, who would that be? Uh, Melvin's, yeah, Melvin's, uh, Primus, <laughs> yeah, Primus, Melvin's, big business. Uh, um, if Floor was still, yeah, Floor, Torch, yeah. uh, any of those guys. Um, Your last man would be a pick for me. That'd be cool. Uh, I'm trying to think of, uh, oh, Crowbar would be uh, like, yeah. yeah, very near the top. Actually, Crowbar would be massive. Opening up for every time I die. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, those are yeah. Those are probably the big ones. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything else that uh, y'all want to uh, promote or push or or throw out there? We got July eighth for uh, direct support for Probot uh, in Austin at Come and Take It. Um, the 17th, we're playing with, we're playing in Houston, yeah. uh, HDX Dyna Crew, motorcycle, like outdoor motorcycle fucking rally thing, people doing stunts and shit, we're just gonna like play out like in the street with while they're doing their shit, that would be really cool. Cool. Um, we got another, we've been doing these Monday residencies like once a month with uh, Bad Larry's Burger Club. It's a like it's like a smash patty food truck uh, in Austin. Uh, Rainy Street, this little bar called Little Brother Bar, that's July 19th. And then on July 26th, we're doing our first Rickshaw Billy Presents Meat Sweat Mondays, which is gonna be like a metal Monday that I'm gonna be booking um, like just metal punk, whatever, just like heavy, heavier bands um we're gonna be playing that first one um with uh mug dog and conning sword um that's at swan dive that's at swan dive which cool. is where i also bartend at um and our manager billy manages the venue as well so that's gonna be happening once a month from here on out well very cool so guys we got plenty of deaths our whole calendar for july and then Know, we can touch base again in August and let you know what's going on there because we, we have our own little like weekend run out to like Oklahoma and, and stuff like that in mid-August. Um, we're going to be doing our own self-booked run in November around the southeast like out toward like North Carolina down into Georgia. Oh, and we see that so, yeah, cool. so, like a two and a half week run like 17, 18 day run. Yeah. So, like, so we're going to be we're going we're gonna to be moving a lot. Cool. Get well, back, get to try to catch up for all the lost time. Yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all taking the time to yeah, sit down and talk. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely.